time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. Is life insurance a good idea in retirement specifically? We're going to talk about it on today's show. Welcome to the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. Walter Storholt here with Glenn Mosseller, registered financial consultant and the founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting. Find us online at roadmapfinancial.com. Dot com. Uh, sure, life insurance. Um, Glenn, we're not setting any records for most exciting podcasts today, but doesn't mean that the information is any less important. Now, a lot of the information that you hear about life insurance, especially as it relates to retirement, you're going to find all sorts of lists online about why you shouldn't get types of life insurance. You know, don't ever get this in retirement. You'll see a lot of kind of shock headlines about that. But we kind of want to step back, take a little bit more uh, neutral view of this conversation and just look, yeah, is it a good idea in retirement to have life insurance? There are some actual pros um, to having life insurance in retirement. We're going to cover some of those on the show today. So you might kind of find and reveal to yourself that there are indeed some reasons for why it might make sense in your situation. As always, Glenn, it's going to depend, right, on somebody's situation, whether they should get life insurance or not. But I think we'll have a couple of good, uh, intriguing thoughts and ideas at least pop up on today's show. You ready to go? Yeah, Walter, I'm I'm, imp- I'm impressed that you learned that the that the answer is is is, is very often it depends, right? Yes, yes, I've 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 learned even, well from you, my friend. There, right? <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> You've taught me well. I will say that. Uh, so first one, let's talk about income replacement. Where does that enter the equation? Well, Walter, I mean, I think everybody understands the idea of of income replacement, you know, as as, as a reason to use life insurance, particularly during their during their work years, right? Um, because you know, if you if, if you lose either all of the income that's coming into the household or or a significant part of it, depending upon you know um, you know if 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 both if both folks are working or not, you know that I mean that the idea of having having you know the the, the life insurance in place, you know, goes to that also to possibly to you know to pay off the mortgage and so that that, that you know, they wouldn't lose the house and those kinds of things right i mean those are those are those are there but i guess the question is is well you know uh, is it still valid in retirement and the of course the answer like you say is it, it depends right there are situations where it does make sense for in terms of um, income replacement because there are sometimes uh, pensions right then those pensions um can oftentimes either have reduced or reduced benefits if 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 one person passes away, or sometimes they they completely go away, and then and then there's that that that, that source of income just just completely goes away from the from the surviving spouse, and sometimes that can be problematic. You know, another thing that kind of comes into play there, Walter, is is that one thing that that a lot of folks don't really you know take into account when it comes to income and income planning. Um, you know, when, you know, in, in retirement, when, you know, when one, one, of, one spouse passes away and then there's a surviving spouse. And that is, is that, you know, every year you've got to file a tax return, right? And as long as you're married, you're, you know, almost every case you're going to be filing, you know, a married filing jointly tax return. Right. And so then that means that you're, you know, that, you know, when your income is, you know, comes through, you, you've got, you know, you've got a, you've got, the, you, know, a, you know, a standard deduction that most people are using now in, in retirement. And so that's twice the size, you know, in, in, in general terms, that's twice the size if you're a married couple versus, versus a single person. 
When you look at where the income, you know, the income tax brackets are and what is the threshold of how much income do you, you know, can you have before you, you go into the next bracket? Well, that's also cut in half when you're a single filer. And so, you know, in that scenario, it's not all that uncommon for income to go down, but yet the, you know, the, the tax burden can oftentimes actually go up or, you know, or if there's additional monies drawn out of certain accounts that, that, that can cause, you know, extra taxation that you weren't necessarily anticipating on those particular accounts if you were going to be married. So, so then, there are scenarios then where it might make some sense to have some life insurance, you know, depending upon the scenario, it might be a lot of life insurance, it might be a little bit of life insurance, but to help bridge through that particular scenario to help with income replacement and i.e., you know, helping to offset some increased taxation on the income to be able to, you know, maintain what the actual, you know, after tax money is or, you know, the, the, you know, the cash flow that, that really you get to keep and utilize for yourself. It can it can play into that, Walter, and that's something that a lot of people just don't, don't they they don't really it's outside of their awareness in other in other words. Yeah, uh, and and could be outside of somebody's um, not only awareness but comfort level. I mean, we're talking big numbers, big replacements here, and you know we get into uh, life insurance can be complex for folks, especially as we get through some of these other reasons uh, why life insurance you know might be a good idea for somebody in retirement, and you know trying to evaluate that decision making process. Um, you know that can if it gets complicated, people tend to start shying away from something, and so sure. that's why it's important to just kind of take our time through this a little bit. Another uh, reason why, you know, maybe you consider life insurance, maybe is it a good idea in retirement to have a concern about estate liquidity? Where can life insurance be uh, beneficial or at least what's to be aware of there? Well, Walter, I mean, it's important to, to realize as is, you know, as you're doing estate planning and whatnot there, you know, one of the things that comes into play is, is that is there going to be taxation? Right. Is there going to be estate taxes, you know, and, and given where the thresholds are today on, 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 on a state on a state taxes, probably not for, you know, for most people, but for, for some there still will be. But at the, at the same time, those, you know, over time, those laws have changed to being very low thresholds where a lot of folks would be would be, you know, their estates would be subject to estate taxes to where they are now where, you know, there's there's very few. So that's something to be aware of. But also in terms of, you know, what what assets are you, you know, are you leaving as you pass away? Is is there, you know, are, you know, are you are we looking at, you know, a lot of a lot of, um, you know, IRA type of money? Are we looking at are we looking at um, real estate holdings? Are we looking at family business? There's all kinds of different scenarios where there might be a need for cash or cash flow. And depending upon where that's coming from or what the laws are at any given time, if you pull money out or if the laws have changed and, and now that there's going to be a, and now there's a state taxes that are due, the, the tax scenario can play into it where there's maybe not enough liquidity to be able to satisfy, you know, either estate taxes or income taxes. If, if money has to be withdrawn from a particular type of an account that creates unintended consequences that are that are very adverse. Right. And you don't want to be in that scenario where it's just like, oh, well, if we would have only had this much money and, you know, sitting over here on the side that was not going to be subject to taxation then we, we, you know, we would have been able to gotten through that particular situation. But without having that, there are situations where it can be, oh my goodness, well, we're going to have to do this. And, you know, maybe it's selling something in an inopportune time and, and, you know, and, and, you know, maybe the, maybe the markets are down and that's where your assets are. 
or the, you know, the tax scenario. There, there's any number of things where liquidity can be a, a really important thing. And having that, having the, you know, those, those, those proceeds from, you know, from a death benefit from a, from a life insurance policy can go a long way in terms of, in terms of creating extra liquidity that, that can be needed. Again, it's, it's, it's not a scenario where everybody's going to need life insurance and, and, and there are going to be very specific reasons why you might consider it. But this is one of those places where, you know, just having that extra liquidity may, you know, ease some scenarios and, you know, that, that could be, you know, kind of out there, you know, in the, would so to speak that that could that could happen if you know if the stars aligned you know against against you or your heirs and you know in such a way and and you don't want to have that happen and suddenly you just you know a lot of your a lot of your estate you know ends up having to be not managed as well as you would have liked simply because of forced forced decisions because of the timing of taxes or market forces or whatnot that is the definite one thing I already see about life insurance is more versatile maybe than people give it credit for. I mean, we've already talked about income replacement that it can you know help with, and then boom, it, it crosses right over into the estate planning world, and uh, we'll see it kind of continue to bounce around to different areas of the whole financial planning process that it might have beneficial uh, you know side effects for retirees in some of these areas. Something else that life insurance could do for you, or at least something to consider uh, while looking at life insurance, is if you, you know, the earlier you do this, I suppose, Glenn, you can lock in low premiums. So this is something to look at more of a sooner rather than later thing if you're talking life insurance, right? It can be again. I mean, it, it, a lot as 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 we've as we've explored in many many shows. It's like it depends, right? But you know that that certainly could can play into it. You know, you can lock in you know you know premiums at a certain level. There are situations where you know with certain permanent policies, you know, you may have a you know a limited pay, or you pay until a certain age, or for a certain number of years, because you're you're trying to create certain circumstances that are in that particular policy. So it might be locking in a low premium. It might be saying. Hey, I'm going to fund this for for X number of years, and then uh, then we're done. There there can be any number of scenarios there, but but again, Walter, as you, you know, to to your point, it's just like you know, I mean, as folks get older, you know, I mean, as time goes by, you know, certainly everybody's getting older as time goes by. But you know, sometimes the health can stay very similar, and then all, and then suddenly now you get a di- diagnosis, you know, that, that was out of the blue that you weren't anticipating, and you were thinking, well, I'm going to get life insurance, you know, in a in a in a couple of years. Well, maybe you can't anymore because of that that diagnosis. So again, it's not it's not as a, it's not really a scare tactic kind of thing as as is. Now there there are there are agents out there that will do that, but it's just it, it is it is a true it is a true consideration, right? As to where are you in life and what are your objectives and what, what, what things can you put in place that are going to help you satisfy those objectives in the most reasonable and the, and the most efficient ways. And again, you know, being able to lock, lock a period of time or, or a certain, you know, premium into place with a, with a particular policy can oftentimes make all kinds of sense. Great points across the board there, Glenn. And uh, we're talking about life insurance. And is it a good idea to have it in retirement? What are some of the benefits of it? 
transferring family wealth. I think we could add to this list of reasons to consider it, Glenn. What's there to know about that? Uh, we're kind of back in that estate world, I suppose. Yeah, we are, aren't we, Walter? You know, I mean, it's, it's you know, the idea is, is that, you know, there are very few things, you know, in the, you know within the tax code that, that have, you know, lots of tax efficiency. And, you know, life insurance is one of those things, right? I mean, it, it, um, it has the ability for, for the, in the vast majority of scenarios that, you know, the, the death benefit is tax free. You know, I mean, even if you have a, you know, a larger estate that is, um, you know, that is over the thresholds of, uh, you know, when that, where the estate taxes are, you know, you can create, you know, you know, a, you know, a, a, you know, an irrevocable life insurance trust that can literally move those, those assets out of your, out of your estate and, you know, create an entire different entity that, you know, to, you know, allow for being able to transfer, you know, additional, um, you know, funds in a tax efficient manner. And again, that's not legal advice. Certainly any kind of thing like that, you're going to go, you know, you're going to go talk to, you know, an estate planning attorney and, and determine, you know, what makes sense for your particular situation and those kinds of things. But there are, there are different legal structures out there that can, that can help you transfer, you know, uh, you know, a tremendous amount of wealth to, you know, to your, you know, to your family. Family and, and and so forth, you know, through life insurance. It, it's it's uh, you know, it's again, it's not a one size fits all. There are certain cases, and it, you know, and, and it's very very specific. But it you know, it, it can it can be quite you know, it can be quite helpful, and for you know, for lots of different reasons. Again, you, you kind of come back to uh, you know a lot of the flexibility that it can create when those death benefits are paid out because there you know you have you know, some lump sum of money that is typically in in the in the vast majority of cases going to be you know tax-free. All right. So uh, transferring family wealth, another interesting use of life insurance uh, in that estate planning world. And now we'll transition over to the tax world a little bit here, Glenn. What about as a method for tax-free income? What role does life insurance play there? So, you know, it's an interesting thing, Walter. I mean, you got to be careful with what you're calling income or cash flow or those kinds of things. But as, as we've talked about with life insurance, you know, there, there, there are very few things in the tax code that, you know, that, that allow for being able to be withdrawn or, or utilized in, you know, in a, in a tax-free manner, right? Roth IRAs are, you know, are, are one of those things, you know, Roth 401ks. Those are some like counts where you can you, you can definitely sock a, a significant amount of money away, particularly if you have a longer time horizon, you know, or you possibly do some conversions and whatnot. You know that 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 can create a, a really nice scenario in terms of tax tax free income. The other thing that can kind of come into play is depending upon how a how a life insurance policy is structured. Right. I mean, we've talked in terms of, you know, that there are there are significant, you know, tax advantages to utilizing to utilizing life insurance. And there there can there are strategies that are out there that, you know, that can be employed to be able to give someone the ability to draw money from or, you know, against a, you know, a, a a specifically structured or a particularly structured life insurance policy where you can access the value of that policy in a very tax favored manner, you know, and it can, and it can be, and it can be tax free. Can't really call it income per se necessarily, but it can certainly, it's, it can certainly add to cash flow and being able to use those benefits while you're still alive. That's the interesting thing about life insurance. Most people have the idea that it's just like, well, it's only really there for the benefit of, of, of the heirs or who's left behind. 
and that certainly that 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 can be that can be an indefinite advantage for the, for you know for the estate planning and for those folks who are your heirs. Not not as many people realize that you know that there are there are ways of structuring life insurance that you, you can literally have living benefits and you can have access to a lot of the value in, in in particular types of policies for you know for yourself in terms of cash flow and. And income planning, and you know how are you know how are you going to you know live through you know and, and have your have your monthly budget and that kind of thing as to how how are you going to how are you going to structure it you know and, and if you're and if you're not careful you can end up having you know too many assets uh, you know in, in one particular type of you know type of account that as you draw money out it creates it creates additional taxes. And those could potentially add additional taxes, you know, and make make your social security subject to taxation. You know, well, you know, this is one of those things where depending upon, you know, how, you know, where you are in life, there might be ways of being able to structure, you know, insurance policies to create a scenario where you can actually, you know, have use tax aware planning to, you know, to, to, you know, to lower your, you know, your, your, the tax burden or the tax liability, depending upon, you know, what you're doing and how you're doing it. it it's, it's, it becomes a very interesting conversation that most people have never really had. And, the, and there's, there's, there's a lot of blind spots there for a lot of folks that just, you know, that's like, well, you don't know what you don't know. Well, I know a lot of ears perk up whenever the words tax-free get uttered, so I'm sure that one is uh, maybe an interesting conversation for a lot of people to have with you there, Glenn, to explore a little bit more about what that looks like. All right, last but not least, and uh, I don't know, Glenn, is, is arguably this the, the one of the best uses of life insurance and maybe one of the more compelling reasons for a retiree to consider life insurance as still part of the plan. And that would be help with long-term care coverage, an item that we know from previous shows, Glenn, uh, that you've told us all about. This is an area that uh, lacks a lot of proper planning in uh, various portfolios that you review. Well, that's exactly right, Walter. And yeah, I, I, I absolutely, you know, would, would be, would be, you know, one, one who would, who would ring the bell to say, you know, this is, this is a possibility for a lot of folks as to, you know, to create a, a significant hedge against their, you know, the potential long-term care expenses, right? And for what we were just talking about, it, you know, it's, you, you know, you have to look at, you know, the right, the right type of policy that has the right type of riders or it has the right kind of structure where you can have living benefits with a life insurance policy. Sometimes those living benefits can literally be to help, you know, you know, to help accelerate the death benefit while you're still alive for the need for you know chronic illness or for you know long-term care the type of type of care it you know and it becomes it becomes a very very interesting way of doing things because the vast majority of people realize hey there is a significant risk there for long-term care and long-term care costs you know and you know you but the the challenges with traditional long-term care type policies where you you know you you know, you pay, keep paying your premiums for long-term care and if they you know if you need long-term care then it ends up that that money is there for you but if for whatever reason you didn't need that long-term care then you had paid all that money to you know to the insurance company for all those years never having needed it and they would and then it would then then stay with the insurance company and go for someone else's care and not too many people want to sign up for that in a you know in any kind of a big way right but if you have a, an alternative that says like, hey look if you you know if you put money into a particularly um, structured you know life insurance policy that has the ability to tap into the the value within that policy for those types of expenses if they do arise, but if they don't arise, then that money can then transfer to your heirs instead. 
well, that's all, that's a wholly different proposition. And, you know, for a lot of folks, it's like, huh, well, that makes sense. There, that, that, there's a, there's a way now for me to be able to not feel like I'm throwing money away or possibly throwing money away, not knowing of whether or not I'm going to need it or not. Because, you know, in, in this scenario, if I, if, if I, if I have a properly structured life insurance policy that has those kinds of benefits, one of two things is going to happen. It's either going to, it's either going to go to help you know, pay for those, those those expenses, or it's going to pass on to the people or, or the causes that I care about, and that is a much more palatable scenario and a, and a and a real reason to consider the possibility of that type of a life insurance policy if you don't have if you don't have something in place to help you you know offset you know, some of the possibilities of of long term care expenses. Great points across the board there, Glenn. And if you've got questions about something you heard on today's show, please reach out to Glenn with those questions in mind. You can dial 336-291-3535 to get in touch. Whatever's on your mind when it comes to retirement and financial planning, Glenn's there to help. 336-291-3535 again is the number. Or you can go to roadmapfinancial.com. That's roadmapfinancial.com. And click on the free consultation button on the page, and you'll be able to schedule your time to meet with Glenn. Whether it's in person in the office there in Greensboro, North Carolina, or uh, remotely, wherever you are, feel free to meet with Glenn uh, via Zoom, as many people do these days. Roadmapfinancial.com, again, your place to go there. Glenn, thanks for walking us through all these angles of life insurance, and we'll look forward to another chat with you again next week. All right, Walter. Take care. We appreciate it. Uh, For Glenn, I'm Walter. We'll talk to you next time right back here on the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. 